Star Wars 7x7 episode 476. Today we are on the road and we are wrapping up trailer week with a couple of fun facts and surprises for you. Punch it, Chewie. Hi, this is Mike and Joe from the Cantina Cast. And you're listening to Star Wars 7x7, the only daily Star Wars podcast. Hey Rebel Rouser, welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host Alan Voivod and I am on the road. I am recording this in a hotel room in Providence, Rhode Island. And it is, I think, (laughs) I've had this discussion with Brainstormer Lonnie a couple of times. I think this is my first time ever in Rhode Island. And Lonnie insists that it is not that we were here and flew in here on the way to a wedding many, many years ago. I'll say, oh, coming up on 20 years ago, good heavens, but... Anywho, uh, this is actually the hometown of Mike from the Cantina cast. And Mike, if you're listening, i got to say I'm so sorry. I'm not going to get a chance to meet you and say hi. I'm just passing through comparatively quickly, and I'm going to be back up in the home office in New Hampshire before too long. So here we are at the end of trailer weekend. I've seen reports about how incredible the number of views have been that have been racked up. With The Force Awakens trailer, it's up to, as of this recording, 38 million views, and I'm seeing reports saying, yeah, well, it hasn't racked up as many views as the trailer for Furious 7, which, of course, Furious 7 has had 11 months to rack up 64 million views, but I suppose I should point out to those people that that still isn't even as much as the second teaser trailer that was launched at Star Wars Celebration in April, which is up over 66 million views, and incidentally has been out for five fewer months than that Furious 7 trailer. So take that, Furious 7 and Vin Diesel and the rest of you. (laughs) But it is breaking records, Star Wars 7 The Force Awakens is, and it's also breaking websites like Fandango, for example, and uh, gosh, a few other uh, ticketing websites were taken down, and not taken down in the sense of, of... you know, something malicious or anything like that. But I mean, because of sheer demand, the websites were taken down. It was like a denial of service attack, except it was an actual <laughs> intended uh, intended traffic that was hitting them and actually taking the sites down. But they are back online. I do some work for a company that is used to having strong, massive surges of traffic for short spans of time, and they've had to institute waiting rooms to actually manage the flow of traffic, and it sounds like that's something that probably should have been done for the Force Awakens ticket sales, and certainly sounds like it should have been, I mean, that should have been everybody's expectation for the thing, but I guess not. So here's more record-setting data from you. And this is from The Hollywood Reporter where they are saying that the IMAX theaters generated more than 6.5 million in domestic ticket sales from moviegoers purchasing the film on uh, approximately 390 IMAX screens in North America. They said by comparison, IMAX has never previously registered more than 1 million in pre-sales on a single day. So 6.5 million shattering the records. And speaking of record shattering, there's also more from Fandango that was uh, posted in Variety. Uh, Fandango said that the ticket sales for The Force Awakens bypassed The Hunger Games eightfold. It says uh, completely shattered the benchmark as to the most tickets sold for a first day of sales. And it also 
had website traffic surging to seven times more than its peak level and reached that in less than 24 hours. So people who are wondering whether Force Awakens can make half a billion dollars, well, or <laughs> uh, actually, what am I saying? Half a billion dollars? I'm, that's probably like in its first two weeks, I think, um, that it could crack two billion. I think, you know, at the rate it's going, she whiz, it sure seems like that's a possibility. And speaking of ticket sales in general, I have to say, I did not get them first day, I'll be perfectly honest with you, and that was because we were having conversations about whether the kids would be able to handle the marathon, and you know what, we just pulled the trigger on it and ordered tickets, so we are going to be at the marathon at the Boston AMC Theater for the whole shebang, all seven movies, all four of us from Star Wars 7x7 are going to be there. So if you're going to be in Boston for the marathon, then by all means, chime into the blog post for the show's episode at SW7x7.com and say hello. And hopefully we'll be able to meet up in person and say hi while we're there. And to wrap up Trailer Week here, a couple of extra videos for you to check out. One of them is from John Boyega. So we did share the reaction video he posted on Instagram, but there is actually a full video of him, his reaction video for the whole thing, and we'll post the link at the blog post for this show's episode. Stick with it; it is uh, two and a half minutes, and uh, yeah, he doesn't start ramping up until about the uh, the middle of the trailer. So hang with it; it's worth it and worth seeing what happens after he jumps over the couch. The other thing is there's a video from IGN that has what they say is their order of the trailers so far and what I mean to say by that is that they've taken all three trailers and stitched together the pieces in what they think is the theatrical order of the movie now I I can't say I entirely agree with it personally and I've seen a couple of comments for what it's worth from people who are saying darn it I wish I hadn't watched this because it feels like it puts things together a little bit too tightly for some people Um, and I know there are some shots that are missed for example uh, John Boyega's two different helmet removals only one of them is in the video but Uh, Hey, if you want to check it out, we will have that at the blog post as well. Hey, Rebel Rouser. If you've got a business that you need to get in front of a bunch of Star Wars fans, then I've got an idea for you. I'm looking for a sponsor to get the entire Star Wars 7x7 team over to London for Star Wars Celebration Europe next July. And we get a ton of exposure when we do Star Wars Celebration podcasts. Not just the regular episodes, but the bonus stuff and all the in-person stuff too, not to mention all the live streaming video we do. So if that's something of interest to you, then reach out via the contact form at SW7x7.com and let's talk. All right, let's seal it up with some trivia. I'm betting heavily on a Sebulba. Last time we asked you what Jawas sleep inside of, and that was sand crawlers, of course. Today's question, who was the only person who stood through the meeting in the first Death Stars conference room? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you test out your new robot hand, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And we'll be able to do even more with the show for you with your support at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not the Rebel Fleet, it's Destiny Unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!